What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground for episode 88. My name is David Lacey, and I am joined once again by Joseph. Wild West pimp style. Nations. And this is the show where every week we remind you. Politics ruins everything. Joseph, welcome back. Thanks, man. How are you doing? Good, man. I'm excited to, to discuss this topic today. Um, for those of you that don't know, just so that we get this out of the way, this will be the only episode that goes out this week because life sometimes gets in the way. Uh, and by life, we mean my job. And how you can help with that is that we have a value for value system here. You like that? That's that's what we call in the business a professional segue. <laughs> Until you tell them that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was just smooth. I gotta you know pat myself on the back. Hang oh on. yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a good segue. It was a good segue. Hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I got you. <laughs> no, but for real, how you can help with that is that we utilize a value for value system here, and what that means is that whatever value you're getting from us, you can donate to us in return in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Meaning, you can go to our show notes, click on direct.me link, and there you'll find our PayPal donation, and you could set up monthly reoccurring payments, whether if it's $1, $10, $100, $1,000, or if you want to do a one-time donations. Uh, but I will say, the recurring ones help out. Uh, and if you want to donate Bitcoin, we have a Bitcoin wallet address on there. Also, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, you'll find us. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube and Odyssey. I also have a true social and a <laughs> Rumble account for us. <laughs> yeah, let's take them over. Let's take over true social. Because we're trying to just utilize everything. But Dude, right it, now, true social only just seems to be like a political oh, sphere yeah. type of social media app, which, I mean, they all are, but there's a bit more to uh, people, yeah, people Twitter yeah. and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. than there is the true social but you can help us out by going over to youtube subscribing to us if you haven't liking our videos commenting we engage with everyone back even some of our haters not all of them but some of them some of them depending on where the platform yeah on what platform excuse me yeah exactly and then also don't forget to download our episodes and share our youtube and podcasts on social media and by word of mouth and if you already do that we thank you and thank you for listening to us. Yes. Well, uh, we'll we'll just go ahead and uh, jump right into this. Joseph, do you want to sort of set up? I'll, I'll fill in any of the gaps, but do you yeah. want to? Because you were the one that uh, put me onto this, and um, then I took it and made it more difficult on us. So yes. <laughs> so for those who don't know, we're only. Did you tell them it was only going to be the entertainment episode this week? Yes. So yeah, yeah. we're we're only having this one episode this week because uh, both Joseph and I have a lot of stuff going on in our lives. Yes. And this is just one of those weeks. And next week is going to be sort of similar. So we something will come out next week. I just don't know what that's going to look like and how the days are going to work. Um, and like Joseph was saying, until the value for value system plays start like kicks in and it's really going hard. This is just the way it has to be. Like we're gonna yeah. be as consistent as we possibly can. We have been. Those of you who have been with us for a long time at this point know that we're we're pretty consistent. Um, mm -hmm. And this is just it's a season. You know, it'll probably be about two weeks of this, and then we'll be back to a pretty regular schedule. Hopefully, yep. hopefully, hopefully. 
Um, so thank you guys for the continued support. And um, yeah, uh, Joseph, why don't you uh, let everybody know about this uh, this this thing that you sent me yesterday, and uh, we'll we'll get into it. So if you haven't heard by now from our YouTube channel and podcast, yeah, there's a little show coming out in September, September 2nd on a Friday called the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, or as commonly referred to, Lauder Trop. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so Amazon, you know, released that crappy trailer. And then after they released that crappy trailer, they said, hey, let's successfully follow up that, follow that up with Shills super fans yes um so super fans shilling for the company that didn't know anything they were talking about then they're like well obviously that was a terrible idea duh <laughs> um and so they're like let's look up all the lore channels f- and lore channels for the lord of the rings on youtube and invite all of them or most of them or whatnot to come see exclusive footage we'll pay for everybody and all that stuff i just happened to click on uh, the Broken Sword, which is a really good uh, Lord of the Rings lore channel. I've enjoyed them. There's many of them that I enjoy. Uh, I've been following them since they were History of Middle Earth before everything happened with YouTube and Kappa, and they got their channel deleted because of all the copyright music, and boom. Uh, yep. But now they're called The Broken Sword. And there was a gentleman on there who made me privy to what I just told you, that Amazon had bought uh given out these free trips to london to these lore channels to come see 20 minutes and address some concerns and all that good stuff so that's the setup yeah um i could go in more detail i just didn't you know want to ruin the uh the video (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean you're you're pretty much I, i think you nailed it they're they're pivoting away from this uh you're right. They, I, I would say that Amazon selectively picked yes. lore channels or people that know what they're talking about because clearly some of the more critical channels weren't invited. Now, yes. did, did you happen – because there wasn't a whole lot of information that uh, the three channels we're going to look at uh, – hang on. there, Dude, my, my brain – the three channels that we're going to look at, they they didn't give a lot of information about th- how this happened or yeah. what Amazon did for them uh, because they were in London for four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe only one of those days they spent with Amazon, right? And so, and they watched the 20 minutes of the, yep. like 20 minutes of footage and then there was a and a with, um, I wrote their names down. With uh, JD, JD Payne and Patrick, and yeah. Patrick McKay, and and they were super excited, which means we yeah. were super excited. And so, the, I I, this, I mean, it's good that, to have passionate uh, yes. showrunners. You want that? Nothing wrong with being excited, and unless um, they're from Bad Reboot, we are. <laughs> I, I yeah, I guess the only other thing that I I wanted to make sure that I said before, before this. Um, because this is just a, something that we've been running into a lot uh, covering Halo. Uh, not with everybody, but we have been running into it a lot. Mm-hmm. Where people assume that criticism and hate and like hating or being a hater is the same thing. Um, yep. it, it's not. Not necessarily. 
um, criticism and just straight up hating on something for the sake of it are two different things. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into some some more of that because they're going to cover a lot of the. This is like a a perfect culmination of a lot of my pet peeves about the way that people discuss or quote unquote like react to things, mm-hmm. uh, because usually it comes out to be a lot of nothing. I, I've yep. I haven't I I haven't left watching a video with any more knowledge or information or anything to chew on. Um, yeah. and, and I'm sure that you and I are occasionally guilty of that. I don't want it mm-hmm. to come off it's like, you know, end all be all. But one of the things that I try to do with our content and try to push um, both of us to do is to go beyond just like the this word feel, I feel, or it feels like, or whatever the case may be. Because, to back up our opinions with some actual yes. objective truth if, if it's available. Yes, or at least strong try to even if it's something that's potentially subjective that i have a strong argument or at least somewhat of a well put together argument for right. the way that i'm seeing this and and you and i have been wrong about things and it, and it, people have have mentioned where like hey well you this have. yeah oh pff, you have too um <laughs> Dude, i i edit, i'm not ever i, I edit all I'm of our videos i'm always right but i'm never wrong <laughs> i edit all of our videos okay i just don't tell you about all of them um Plus, it's not that big of a deal, right? Uh, no, sometimes it's we not. sometimes we misspeak. Sometimes we um, get certain things wrong. A lot of the time, it's just small stuff, uh, and that's going to happen when you talk mm-hmm. for long periods of time. At some point, you're going to misspeak. It just that's mm-hmm. that's how it works. So, all of that being said, what we are doing here. Uh, is not to hate on these channels. To be honest, before Joseph had sent me into this, I'd never watched any of these channels before. Um, what we're doing, like we do with reviews and a lot of things that we cover, is we're we're taking it at face value mm-hmm. um, and going through what they're saying rather than it being about any sort of like bringing any like preconceived notions necessarily into it. Right. Um, I, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, that, I think that, you. I, <laughs> I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head, and I think Gary said it best. You had said something earlier about you know people uh, like with Halo, uh, the the kind of criticism we keep getting, getting is where the book says this, or <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or just we're, we're trying to judge what's put in front of us, and I think Gary said it best when he said uh, from uh, Nerdrotic, if you don't know that. You know, you can't fool me when it's been the hundred version of something that just has a new cover, but it's still going to be the same thing. It's still going to be the same old bait and switch or formula that you've had in the previous 99 movies. So just because maybe this one has a new cover doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not able to criticize it. And that criticism doesn't mean that I'm hating it. It means that I'm hating or constructively criticizing this uh, formate formulaic movie or TV show. Yeah. So we're yeah, going to, especially when they've been putting in, uh, the bad, the, the bad robot production company. Yeah. When yeah. that production company <laughs> along with JJ Abrams has a bad history of doing bad adaptions, um, a, a woke agenda or leftist agenda and just inserting it where it does, where there's no build up to it or any just kind of, overall narrative surrounding that it's just out of the blue right yeah and you know so on and so forth 
uh, you know, that's not hating. That's just having common sense. It doesn't take too much, much critical thinking to see that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the only thing I wanted to say. Cool. Also, kudos to men in the West. If he went on that and did not put out a video yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as far as I know, these are the only three channels who have posted about this yet. And I know there, Same. there were other channels there because yep. uh, you'll, we'll see a little bit of the, a little bit of the footage and some of the stuff I left out. Um, I will link to all three of these full bit videos because again, just like with some of the stuff we're going to be talking about, you don't have to 100% take our word for what we're showing you. Um, what I tried to do is only edit out the parts of the video that were not important to this discussion. Um, some of the videos are very long and there was just no point for us to go through a 30 minute video when there's 10 minutes of what we actually are trying to talk about here, which is right. the actual content of what they went to see and their their reaction to going to this event um, in London. Uh, so we're going to be looking at Nerd of the Rings first and then a, a very small channel called a new better do better. Yep. And then the broken sword will be the last one. New better do better. Yep. Um and so you know, again, we we'll, we'll be kind of pulling like an efap on this one. Um a lot of of, of what they do is they they're going to pause a lot. So if Joseph or I want to mention something, um we're going to pause and we're going to we're going to kind of try to talk about segment now one of the things you'll notice is that all these people repeat themselves a lot so Mm -hmm. as we start going through the video uh or or these clips that i pulled uh you guys are gonna we'll we'll go through a lot of it faster because there's no point in constantly going like pausing for for them to be like uh man the the producers really knew like they or knew what they were talking about they they repeat themselves a lot in these so um we'll we'll probably point that out but it's not going to be uh, crazy. So uh, I just thought this would be, you know, to, to a degree, a nice change of pace. Um, Agreed. So and this is going to work re- well for our, our podcast, too, for the audio segment, because it's all audio. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah. So. All right. So we're starting with Nerd of the Rings. Um, and and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just go. And uh, like I had told you before the show, Joseph, just let me know if you want me to pause anything. We'll do. Um, all right. So. Here we go. So. Okay, immediately. Just to point this out, this is a very YouTuber thing to do. Where, so, uh, you know, he, he walks in, he sits down, he sighs. So, just yeah. pointing it out. Not a big deal. It's just a really funny thing because a lot of them do this um, for, like, dramatic effect, I guess. I've just seen footage from Rings of Power. And I have some thoughts. Some I can share with you now, and some are gonna have to wait a little while. So I'm just gonna kind of give my free-flowing thoughts off the top of my head. We just got back from the screening. Okay. First thing. Do you know why this bothers me? Go ahead and let the good people know. <laughs> um, write some points down. So one of the and I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I know he's going to say it. Um, when you go, you're doing something like this, and you've been given special access to 20 minutes of footage, and you've had this Q and A, like they're going to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, write, write some notes down of some stuff yep. that you can, like if they told you there's a lot that you can talk about, um, and then there's a lot that you can't. Write down the stuff that you can talk about and let people know. 
Yeah. Yep. That's don't a, for don't free flow. Most people can't do it. No, most can't. Most enjoy having content put together, pre-planned, right, and then yeah. releasing it. Yeah, scripting, doing the whole thing. I don't know. You you've watched his videos, right? Mm-hmm. D- does he um does scripted. he script? He does scripted. Yeah. Okay, scripted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's not that really you can't, good. Yeah. Great at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, obviously, that's why he's so popular. Right. Uh, yeah. He's got nearly 600,000 600, subscribers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, so. It's just a little thing. It's like if if you're used to doing scripting and you're not good at the opposite, mm-hmm. um, write some notes down. Do a little scripting just so you yep. you know. Anyway, um, so there's gonna be a mess of stuff, but I just wanted to give some initial gut reactions um, to you guys. I saw some things that I really really liked. Um, I heard some things that I really really liked, and. Uh, you know, I, there's still there's still a couple things that I'm not entirely sold on, but you know, as I've I've said, if you've been on the channel for any decent amount of time, you've heard me say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to judge it until I see it, and that includes this. You know, I'm I'm not gonna be, um, you know, swayed one way or the other, honestly, uh, by Pause seeing. It. So I disagree with him here. <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trailers are made to be judged, whether positively yeah. or negatively. That is yeah. the literal point of them. And I'm tired of this argument. Well, you need to give them benefit of the doubt. My time costs money uh-huh. and seeing a show costs money. Yep. Two very important things to me, time and money, right? As it is to everyone. It is their responsibility to convince me to give that up. Not mine to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, we've this argument is poor. I'm going to wait to get into more detail, but he is wrong to understand, like, okay, maybe you can't say conclusively, and, right? Yeah. Completely understand that. There's a difference in saying, hey, you know, like you and I have said, hey, if this show comes out and it's great, we'll eat face on it. Uh, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and we'll say, hey, you know, we were wrong about this. They're doing a good job, even though they've changed the lore here. They've added this character and that character, taken this out and done this and that and everything. Um, you know, which, by the way, I've been meaning to talk about how to actually review that. Be Probably just how we're doing Halo. Uh, but, again, it's this idea that you can't judge the Lord of the Rings specifically, right? The Rings of Power based off of not just the trailer. It's not like we only have the trailer, exactly. mind you. Yeah, and It's not the only thing. That would probably hold more weight if that was the only thing. But the showrunners, the writers, after Christopher Tolkien died, the fact that they fired Tom Shippey and rewrote everything, cast uh, left, which, I mean, great decisions by their agents or by the cast members getting out of that show because what the looks of it is is it's the Titanic heading to it towards the iceberg. Uh, <laughs> well, not, dude, not only that, we're not talking about like, and this again, this is a, a common thing thing that will come up more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking about they got access to twenty minutes of unseen footage. Yep. You got have a paid trip to London. Yes. Got that, gifts that we and know goodie of. bags. Yeah, we know they got we, the gifts and goodie bags for sure. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, I don't blame them. I would have no. if Amazon called us and said, "Hey." Yeah, I always said, hey, but you know, we're going to keep our same criticisms are there. We're going to be honest, transparent, 
and we don't care what y'all do. Yeah, well, I would y'all don't invite us back. Yeah, but. this this that that's actually a really good point. Um, just so people are aware, if anything ever happened and I got the NDA and they basically were like, we can't talk about anything, um, we would either put up about <laughs> a, a minute long video being like, look, we saw some stuff. They won't let us talk about anything. Um, I can't talk about this without uh, uh, any any uh, a critical um, way without uh, giving things away that would break the NDA. So we're just we're not talking about it. Yep. And that's and and we could talk about how that would be a problem because the way that uh, the way he's talking about it. And again, this is a this will be a thing throughout. Uh, we don't. It sounds like that was what would what happened. They because, had to sign an NDA. Well, they definitely signed an NDA. That that's mm-hmm. that's there's no doubt in my mind about that. Yep. But what I'm saying is is that that NDA, from the way they're talking about it, they couldn't say anything. Mm. That would be so. Yeah, I would wonder exactly what I would want to know with that NDA is exactly what I would be allowed to say and wouldn't be allowed to say. Exactly. Would I still be allowed to say, "Hey, it looks like it's gonna suck." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or would it have to be something more tamed? And I think, like, you know, in my opinion, the Nerd of the Rings, especially, you know, seeing that he did the live stream with uh, the One Ring.net, he was part of the live stream. He wasn't there with them, but he was just part of the live stream of uh-huh. the uh, Rings of Power viewing trailer. Yeah. And uh, is that I think he is trying his best to be objective but not burn bridges at the same time he's, yeah he's trying to be a centrist with this yeah he, for sure. he, he's trying to ride the fence with it as uh-huh. best as he can yeah to each his own that's not you know my play uh person per, that's not my play personally depending on how uh everything goes i also think like when you talk about amazon this is the thing when you meet people behind the scenes and you form relationships that has the ability for you to view things through rose-colored glasses. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I think that's something that's at play here. Uh, now, that doesn't mean what? that his opinion isn't transparent and honest, uh, but when, you it, know... It's not exactly the, the most transparent. I mean, yes, that's what the, I was going to say. None of them really are, only because it doesn't seem like they could talk about anything. Yeah. So anyway... It's but, like he has his governor on while he's talking about everything, yeah. while at the same time trying to respect his subscribers, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I won't. I won't get into his personal motives just because I. I really don't know. But yeah, uh, it, yeah. There. There seems to. He's definitely trying to play that centrist role, kind of yep. being like yes and no. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, man. It's like you just clearly you couldn't talk about anything really. I, but I think it's. I think it's because he wants to. I don't know what his motives are, but it's probably to. Kind of like what you're saying. Like, well, let's keep going. Let's let him. Access is a is a. It's a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Some footage. Um, I need to see the story play out. I need to see um, how the characters are executed over over a long period of time. And Yes. He's going to bring this up again. Um, execution is important. Um, mm-hmm. And this is actually something I 100% agree with him on. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need to see how the story plays out. And I'm like, yes. It's like, it doesn't mean that when episode one comes out that we can't talk about it and talk about what we think they did well and the things that are weird or don't seem to be working for us yet because that's what you do when you do episode mm-hmm. by episode reviews um, but I agree it's like uh, I, I need to know about the story I need to know how the characters are going to be written how they're uh, the actors are going to perform um, and that's 
this and he says something similar later on in the video is the most like pinpoint thing I think anyone in uh, the clips we're going to watch today. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's it's the closest that they get to to being like yes yes I, I, that I agree with you on that's something mm-hmm. that a trailer and maybe twenty minutes of footage depending on what they saw might not be able to fully show you. So that that's a point I do agree with him on how uh those characters develop how storylines develop um but i will say you know what i saw um like i said there was there were some things that really excited me um and there was some things i'm not entirely sold on but we'll see how it goes um we got to have a q a with the showrunners jd Payne and patrick mckay and honestly i think I think I I enjoyed that even more than than pet peeve of mine when people say honestly (laughs) in all honesty honestly just to speak the truth here (laughs) so we would hope hope that would be the case (laughs) I'm not assuming you're lying so I understand it's just a figure of speech right yeah it's a tick like we we all have them people say like you have one and I cannot remember off the top of my head what it is (laughs) it used to be this Uh, (laughs) was one of mine until my uncle called me out on it and I I need to go back I wish I could remember because I was editing something we were doing it was probably for TikTok or something and there's you have a a specific word tick and you say it a lot and I can't remember what it is is it um no it's it's like a it's a phrase uh, so I, my, I don't know. Kayla would probably be able to speak it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, that's just I, yeah. a, it's just his tick. I get that, but I'm not assuming that you're lying. Uh, but go ahead. Let's uh, continue playing this yeah. on him talking about J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. Seeing the footage. Um, there again, I, I, can't, I can't go into detail about what was said or what was asked or what was answered. He's basically, this is what I'm talking about. He basically can't tell you anything. anything he can't tell you anything well how are we what what's the point of doing an entire video and the meat of the video is i got to see 20 minutes let me give you my impressions of it and there and then your response essentially breaks down to well i can't really tell you what was shown or what was said or what was asked yep. it's like well okay that's fine what can you tell us because yeah. you're you're this could have easily been a two minute to five minute video yeah. this video is 30 minutes I know. Oh, man. Or what was not answered during the Q&A. I'm trying to think what I can and can't say. So what I'll say is, if you've watched. So that would have been the important part of with something like this specifically with it being scripted or at least writing thoughts down of knowing uh, yeah. what you can say and can't say yeah, you, that way you don't end up making a 30 long video for no reason. Yeah. They give you a NDAs will tell you that stuff, like what you're not allowed to talk about. And so you go, okay, I won't talk about that stuff and I'll, I'll work around it. And yeah, that's why you want to be able to write notes down or, or script something, whatever the case may be, because you can more easily work around the things that you're not allowed to talk about instead of going off the top of your head, uh, trying to remember what the NDA told you you couldn't talk about, what you saw, the questions and answers, right? right. This is this is something they have, this channel in particular, 600,000 600, followers, right? Mm-hmm. They've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is, I'm guessing for them, at least some sort of part-time job, if not full-time for some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a certain level of professionalism. I think if it's you're just gonna, him. Okay, well, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, yeah. It it, it it should be something that's like you should give your the people who are sub to you the best possible quality and give them mm-hmm. the information that you can. And if you can't talk about anything, be honest about that. Be yeah. open about that. And he kind of is, but yeah. he's, it sounds like he's trying to like, he's attempting to dance around what he's not allowed to talk about without actually giving any information. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna keep going. Okay my videos and you've heard some of the concerns that I have what I would consider to be my most major concerns are significantly less concerning now why can he not talk about the things he was concerned about yeah exactly okay if he's gonna say that again I understand for people who have watched his channel right but for mm-hmm. me, right, as someone who had never seen, this is the first video I've ever seen of his. Yep. I now have to go back and find your videos where you were cons- you talked about the, your concerns. Yeah. Right. There's is there stuff in the NDA? He didn't even say I'm gonna link him here. <laughs> yeah, he might have. I actually didn't check. That's a good uh, point. Okay. Though. Um, he he may have. Linked I'll check while you're that stuff. But yeah, I, yeah, it's very it's very weird. Um. If if you're, oh man, follow through. Follow through. If you're gonna say, well, I had certain concerns and they've been alleviated, at least try to give us some indication of what that is. The NDA, man, that in there, there's either something weird going on here, yeah, or that NDA was unbelievable. Really tight. It was. It must have been unbelievably strict. That's that. It that seems like the thing, but I, I don't know because I can't ask him. Right. Yeah. There's no link to his. Uh, positives and negatives, like his major concerns, okay. and then the things he was looking forward to. Okay. So, okay, all right. Well, let's keep going. But yeah, at least on that. Yeah, because this, I think this is the second time. I think he said it earlier in in the clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's like, I, some of my concerns feel a little more alleviated, and it's like, okay, but what are those concerns? Like, give us give us some detail. Let's get into uh, wh- what's going on. You know, it's like, could you can you not even at least say uh, the show looks better than the photos yeah and i'm you wondering know? if it's weird know, they're, yeah you know what the other thing is weird sidetrack how amazon still hasn't released a trailer for this thing like it's, what yeah, we got was a it? teaser trailer <laughs> that's it and this show comes out september 2nd what yeah. that tells me is that they know this sucks well they do this is that's why they did that's why they did this this was this was absolutely a pivot away from the ridiculousness that they originally tried to do mm-hmm. they they 100 thought that they could drop this teaser they thought that they could put that super fans thing out yeah and that everyone would just eat it up and no yep. one would question anything, right? That they could drop Vanity Fair articles and that the, you know, it's like we're talking about Lord of the Rings fans. These are the people who love this lore and some of them will dig through every piece of everything that you mm-hmm. give to them and they will tear it apart. And, and and they're they're out here like, well, we'll just find some random YouTubers who are talking about uh, uh, Galadriel and how amazing she looks in the trailer and then you go to their YouTube channels and none of them have ever <laughs> even spoken about any yeah, of this anything yeah at all or not even a blog somewhere an article or a tweet or a post yeah. nothing so this is them trying to move into the direction they're like well fine we'll find some actual channels that are focused on Lord of the Rings great should have done that from the beginning but now they're telling us it's like these guys are coming yeah. out and we're like you have you've seen 20 minutes like what can you not give us anything? Yep. No, you know. Because anyway. my 
my whole idea was that Amazon was trying to get that native advertising through doing oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, that's what that's what all so, that that's what the other one was too is native native advertising for yep. the show. Exactly. Um, all right, let's keep going. After having spoken with the showrunners, so talking with the showrunners, I will say that in particular, Patrick's enthusiasm was kind of contagious. And what does that have to do with the show? There I mean, are, there who are... wouldn't be excited for a show that this is their first <laughs> anything they've ever worked on that they've led, right? We're, we're gonna when their previous one was uncredited. Star Trek movie that blew. Yeah, they, uh, they had yeah they had uh like co-writing credits for Star Trek yeah. Beyond. It's the only thing that we know of. That, that by the way, none of those people happen to mention that, and the producers get or the excuse me, the showrunners get mentioned quite a bit in these clips. Yeah. Um, it this reminds me too, which is so funny. Um, of there was an Abba and Preach video that I watched recently where the the directors of the Jubilee videos um, were talking about comment sections and how terrible they were and how they had all these people who were being super mean to them and being haters. Yep. And uh, one of the clips that they pulled out was someone who gave them the most like well thought out criticism of one of the the videos yeah um, I know what and, you're talking about and the the directors are like but i worked so hard on this and i, I i'm so passionate about that that reminded me of this because he's going you know what well, hang on i want to let me roll it back just a second um just so i get what he says correct um but it's essentially all along the lines of like he just has he seems so enthusiastic and it's like that doesn't mean it's going to be good yep all right it doesn't mean it's going to be good at all and not only that, especially when you consider, you know, it's not so much that they don't have any experience as more so as it is that they worked with J.J. Abrams and they got the kiss of death from him, as uh, Gary famously said. Yeah. Well, and, but, and showrunners shouldn't never only have a single credit to their name. No, they shouldn't. That's, I mean, cra that's what, crazy. Can I ask you something? Yeah. When Peter Jackson made... The Lord of the Rings. Did he have previous previous credits to his name? Directing credits, yeah, yeah, quite, quite a credits. few. Okay. So, and what you'll notice about his movies too is because he was a horror director. Yep. The some of the elements of like the Nazgul and the I can't remember what the area is called because again I'm not the lore guy. Uh, mm -hmm. But the there's the section where Frodo, Sam, and uh, Smeagol are going through that swamp, and uh, Frodo falls ah. in. And uh, he's like he's like drowning, and the ghosts are like pulling him down or whatever. That's a very uh, Peter Jackson style, like all the, the skeletons, yeah, all the skeletons, the way that uh, the visuals look, and the creepiness of like that that famous moment where um, mm -hmm. Bilbo does his little like ah thing. Yeah, uh, that's all very much inspired by Peter Jackson because he. Um, you can go check out his movies. I think one of them's called Dead Alive. Uh, it's like a zombie movie uh, set in Australia. It's mm -hmm. disgusting, but if you're into that kind of like uh, old school gross uh, horror movie, his his old school stuff, it will be right up your alley. Um, well, there you have it. I mean, especially like I would say e even if he had been, uh, which was a risk at the time, but you got to think like this is a 500 just for this first season alone, $500 million, half a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah. And you're going to get these two guys to do it he peter jackson must have sold them something incredible you mean jj uh, abrams no no i'm talking about peter jackson back in the day uh because oh, yeah th that was that was potentially kind of a rare thing to have someone who uh was well, a competent director but he had never done anything yeah. big budget that i'm aware of someone might no. be able to correct me on that but i I, d I think lord of the rings was like hit 
that I mean that set off his career. That was like his career yep. maker. In a it lot was of his ways. career maker because fantasy like that wasn't something that was big. And true, I, I always forget about that. Yeah, so that was a huge gamble. On top of that, when he, it was originally going to be two movies, uh, because he didn't think any studio would buy uh, a three-part movie. Uh, and when shooting back to back to back, like he wanted to, and it was the president of New Line Cinema that said, you know, he was really nervous with pitching it. And the president of New Line said, "My only criticism is, why are you trying to do this in two when it's a three-part movie?" Yeah, yeah. and. and it, and, and absolutely was right about that because people still cry, criticized it for not being long enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going because we're only yep. about two and a half minutes in. <laughs> let's do it. I will say that in particular, Patrick's enthusiasm was kind of contagious. And so that gives me some confidence. I mean, that's not nothing. I will say so like, uh, you know, any <laughs> concern yeah. that this was just a cash grab, I mean, make no mistake, like Amazon expects to make money off of this show. Like cash grab. It's a business and, you know, they're totally going to do that. And uh, but talking with the showrunners, there's an awful lot of care that's gone into this that I don't think has been uh portrayed very well in the marketing honestly like and he could be right i i don't could be i don't know but again we have no detail and so i he's he's I, it seems like he's trying to to alleviate the fears of his followers mm -hmm. and and i i, I don't uh, have any concept of that happening like it you know you, i say I, the feeling thing or whatever but him saying this stuff i'm not thinking Oh man, he he's right on it. I don't have anything to worry about. Yep. Because it's like, oh well, he's really enthusiastic, and uh, that made me feel better about what was going on in the show and alleviated some of that. And I'm like, but that doesn't affect me at all because yeah, I don't I, know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I think uh, instead of instead of some of the marketing pieces we've seen, like. I wish they would just have JD and Patrick do interviews or something because pause it right here. I, I was literally waiting for him to finish that sentence. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I was going to say this could very well be a James Bond type deal where the marketing is more like woke to try to appease yeah. the, the media, so to say. And then when you get to it, you know, princess Disa or Dia Disa doesn't have as much uh, of a role in the show and then uh, black legless doesn't either and uh and so on and so forth and even the the human and elf uh, rela relationship the single mother yeah. and all that stuff but you know that remains to be seen what were you gonna say um he uh oh man i lost my train of thought hang on let me go back real quick so i can tell you exactly what it was pieces we've seen like I wish they would just have oh, JD and Patrick do interviews or something because. So he's saying, well, I, they should have just had JD and Patrick do interviews. It's like, well, first of all, uh, Variety. I think it was Variety, right? No, Vanity Fair. Yeah, uh, they, one of them. So I believe in Vanity Fair. They have been interviewed multiple times. And I, I my assumption would be that he means like video interviews, like face to face stuff. So people That's can see their too. energy, whatever the case may be with that. But this is the this is the thing. How do we know for certain, right, 
that with this pivot, they were not given uh, research and time spent catching them up on specific things uh, by going to lore channels, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is the this is the thing that ha- happens is like it, this happens a lot in the Marvel stuff where people will say like I've been a fan of Eternals forever right as soon as the movie's coming around it's like where have you been what are you talking about <laughs> and you can right. but the thing is is you can catch up on a lot of that and if you have a decent memory you can memorize um, a lot of the stuff off of Wikipedia and sound like you know what you're you talk what you're talking about and that you've mm-hmm. been a fan for a really long time right so why on earth would they not do that now that everyone is when everyone's pushing back about about how they don't seem to understand the lore it doesn't seem like it's going to be lore accurate uh they're talking about condensing the timeline like crazy yep, um, right. three three thousand four hundred and forty years into a couple years i yeah. want to say but if if we get them out on on interviews unlike before Maybe that'll alleviate things for people. It, you have them just firing suspicious. Tom Shippey, yeah. uh, changing things once Christopher Tolkien died. Yeah. All, or all sorts of red flags. Yeah, it's suspicious. Making this show for a global audience, whereas the whole reason why you bought this was because it was already global. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Yep. That's essentially what they did for us. You know, we're asking them questions, they're answering. And it was much more impressive than, you know, a lot of the marketing that uh, – that we've seen, you know, from from my Tolkien fan perspective, you know, if you know that other stuff, you know, like I've said before, you know, make okay, hold on, we're just real quick. The reason it seemed more impressive to you is because they knew you were coming. Yep. They prepared. Yep. That that's it. I'm glad you. I was when you paused it. I was going to make that comment. Was like <laughs> they obviously prepared for the people who knew they, what they were viewing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they I, and, and that's, they actually got super fans this time. <laughs> if I if I dare say it, it's the well, I'll say that's this that's what I'm getting from him talking about this is that they went in and they were very impressed because they you know it was the kind of like wine and dine and make these guys mm-hmm. feel really good. You're getting to see 20 minutes of something no one else is getting to see. The best part goodie bag. Maybe, yeah. And and yeah, that footage, not, yeah, that's a really good point. Not to mention that footage. Imagine was, if this was for Halo, right? Yeah. And what you saw was episode five. That fight scene from episode that five. That fight scene from episode five. Yep. Yep. You got 10 minutes of exclusive footage and it was it was that. And maybe a little bit of the dialogue and stuff leading up before yep. it, so they it seems like they're being fair with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the footage was specifically picked, whatever yep. it was. And the weird thing is, again, no one's even really mentioning, even in a very uh, broad manner, I guess, what the footage was even about. Yeah. So, or he and he has. Well, I imagine and, they can't like speak I said, on that. Yeah, but even in a sense of like, hey, uh, there were some some pretty cool things in it. What I, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. being very vague, but at least saying like the footage was very interesting. Uh, and this is what I'm saying: is like, how is this NDA not the most cutthroat thing ever? Yeah, because exactly. they can't. They're not saying anything, or he's not. Nothing. And I keep saying they because this is going to be a common trend. So here we go. Maybe that works for general audience or something, but for you know diehard Tolkien fans, I don't think that what we've seen so far is really, um, you know met our appetite but i think i think uh some longer form interviews with the showrunners would be a pretty good move at this point like give us something in depth 
on camera where we can oh, there we go. On camera. read yep. their tone and their um, their enthusiasm. That doesn't come off in just a printed article, um, which is all we've had so far. So there was... Okay, fair enough on his point that he, he mm-hmm. mentioned that he was the way he was talking about that. A lot to be said for, um, for what I heard today. But here's the rub. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's the execution. You know, they've got to Agreed. earn it. Um, you know, they're, it seems like they're well aware of what they've been entrusted with. Um, and they're well aware that, you know, not everybody is on board right now. Or, you know, there's a lot of people with reservations. But just... Pause it real fast. You know what's really funny? Yeah. Can I say this real quick before you yeah, say that? So uh, I know not uh, everyone's going to notice this, but he's putting his own edits in there. So like he's editing yeah. down his conversation, um, and I'll be like, man, I tighten up, I tighten it, it up, too. tighten it up a little bit, tighten your editing up just a little bit. I know you can probably do better than that. All right, uh, go ahead. So what was I going to say? I think I was going to say, oh man, I was wondering thought. What was he just saying? He was just talking. Saying a whole lot of nothing, really. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's talking about the in, he's talking about the interviews and and sitting them down and. Um, yeah, there was something specific he said that you rewind it a couple <laughs> seconds and then let me. Okay. What they've been entrusted with. Probably, yeah. Um, and they're well aware that. You oh know, yeah, not positive. everybody. Yeah, because about I mean it was three million at one point. Now it's only showing one point six million dislikes. <laughs> Uh, on yeah. YouTube with the trailer, and not to mention all the criticism the criticism that's come out uh-huh. from uh-huh. everybody. And then on top of that, there's rumors of infighting at Amazon and stuff like that. So yeah, they're the, well aware of how much of a crap yeah. the, show this is seemingly going to be. Yeah, the key word is that they're well aware now. <laughs> yep. That's the difference. Because... I Which indicates think... to us they don't have that enthusiasm and love of the source material. It was, hey, we want to use this to make our own story, yeah, not this, highlight Tolkien's story. I, I can't get past this. This is a very much a gut feeling on my end from from seeing these reactions mm-hmm. that uh, they are just trying to pivot around to fix this thing yeah. somehow. Yeah. But it's they still it, there's it's just a gut feeling that the, this is all uh, to try to like fix problems and isn't really about like making the show better because it's done mm-hmm. right like the season has been it's done and season two has already been shot and they keep saying <laughs> I mean the showrunners already came out and said that season two is really going to be the lore that fans love oh my gosh dude you know what's the what, showrunners yeah, uh, we'll get into that another time that sounds that makes me think and and makes me think there's going to be massive like exposition dumps and it's not going to be integrated into that i mean (laughs) putting lore into a show is a it's not necessarily a complicated thing and occasionally you can do really like abrupt things in a show Mm -hmm. and just do a small lore dump about something from the past or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. not a big problem but it just i'm concerned about that anyway yeah hearing the heart behind the showrunners a bit um it was nice, you know, it was, it was nice to really get a sense of what they're aiming to do um, and importantly, what they're, what they're not aiming to do, to be honest. A lot of the, the fears out there, um, 
I feel like we're we're directly addressed. Um, and some of the biggest fears that I've had um, that yeah, I won't go into detail on this video. But All right, I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit because, again, he's he's kind of repeating himself. Yeah, go with, ahead. With that. So the next thing is that he there were a couple other people that he got. These are pretty quick clips. Um, but again, we can pause whenever. Um, he was talking to two like a guy and then mm -hmm. uh, two guys about their thoughts on it. And it was just like these these quick first impressions. I, really, the thing to look out for here is that same kind of narrative, those same talking points, um, because that's something that I find very interesting about all of this. Um, I'm sure people will pick up on them, but I'm just, you know. Uh, What's the point uh, out? Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, I mean, first of all, the show itself looks fantastic. Um, I think the, what we saw of it allayed a lot of my fears. Uh, there were a couple of things I was a little bit worried about, and then we heard from the showrunners, and I think that allayed the rest of my fears. Like, yeah. It's pretty similar stuff, right? Exact same thing. Allayed fears. He did mention that he thinks the show looks really good. I mean, for uh, $500 million, it should. It, yeah, it, it should at least look pretty. And this is something you and I have talked about in the past on podcasts, on YouTube videos, whatever the case may be. Uh, everything looks good now, to some degree, mm -hmm. right? The bar, it's so interesting how the bar on cinematography and visual effects is like through the roof. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's all generally quite good. Now, obviously, you yeah. have CW, you have uh, a few different things. Halo has some issues, um, but even of course, like Halo, big, it, big box office things. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there. But it's all still even some of the smaller stuff. I mean, like one of the things I talk about all the time is Love and Monsters. Mm -hmm. That that movie had like a hundred million dollar budget no it wasn't even that much i think it was oh man it's been a long time anyway it had a really low budget especially for a modern movie mm -hmm. and the uh the animation work in that is fantastic yeah and even the parts where it's not you're willing to overlook it because the storyline is so good exactly so the whole oh it looks great thing that's fine i, I don't really have a problem with the statement in general mm -hmm. um but again, it comes back to this this idea of digging in deeper, giving us a little bit of nuance. If it looks good, is there nothing that you can tell us from that footage, even just a small slice of it, as to what you mean by that? Yeah. What? How is this more faith? More of like because we've talked in other videos about the the way that it looks feels too clean like it's shot too clean mm -hmm. right feels like a disney movie yeah is or that it seems like a disney yeah. movie is that just because the aesthetics we've seen are meant to be that way and that there are other things that are going to feel more worn in like are mm -hmm. are some of the cities where we're interacting with numenorians is that going to be a little more clean and a, and a little more like upkept and that's a creative decision versus when you're talking about dwarves um i'm assuming hobbits elves like did is there a distinction yeah. with that you can't even you it's like can you not even mention that without we know those things are in the show yep. so like how is that even break how is that breaking an nda or you know or not keeping the secret it's it's very weird yeah all right they pretty excited pretty, yeah. pretty excited yeah. yeah i think i've gone from cautiously optimistic to genuinely excited yeah but yeah. I, but i think even more than the footage i think it was what we heard from the showrunners absolutely it's made me excited yeah. i mean it's just yeah, I mean, I, I think their their passion and knowledge really showed yeah, through. Yeah, and uh, 
it, it, it seems to me like Sorry, that clip's this is really going to be in good hands. Now there's no. Okay. Repeated and, the same thing again. Yeah. And it's like they had two years to work on this, two years to memorize stuff, and with the changes that they've made and the things that they've added, doesn't show to me. Now again, haven't seen the show yet, but with everything that we know so far. There's nothing that indicates to me that they know what they're doing. Well, that and they had that they love Tolkien, right? Yeah. And we've seen this with the Halo show. When you don't have a love for the source material, it bleeds through in everything else. Agreed. And, and that's what we've shown so far is that it's bleeding through. Now, maybe, <laughs> quite possibly, again, you know, for me, I'm not going to when you know the token characters they've inserted, uh, we've the, talked about it. all that stuff yeah. that we've talked about is something for me, you know that's still going to be a criticism for me, but you know, maybe this, the marketing was just bad. The show ends up being better than what we expect, which is already low. So it's not like that saying that the show is going to be good, but if it is, we're going to give it its due because when we review halo now, I don't know anything about halo really, but when we review halo, we're not coming from it from the standpoint of every single episode review being like, this is nothing like the lore. Yeah. We got that out of the right way, and now we, we're just viewing it as its own product. Yeah, y you and I have been talking about that kind of stuff for months at this point. Mm -hmm. When we get to that, I mean, you're, I, you will add the color in, and you'll talk about certain lore, we, and you know, and, and we, we won't be able to kind of get away from comparisons to mm -hmm. Jackson's trilogy when certain things come up or aesthetics or whatever the case may be, and that's fine. But ultimately what it comes down to is what's going on in the story, uh, does this make sense? And do we have good characters? Like, are the characters they introduced flat pieces of wood? Yep. Or including lore characters, right? We're not just talking mm -hmm. about all the ones that they're making up for the show. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is are all of the elements coming together to make something? It's like what works really well versus what doesn't. And again, we, you know, we keep bringing up Halo. It's just because it's on our minds right now because it's something we're reviewing every week. Um, but the biggest problem with that show is that there's not even anything doing the heavy lifting for that show. So the characters yep. aren't great. The story is is boring half of the time. It's melodramatic. And there's two and a half action scenes in seven episodes. Yep. Exactly. Okay, well, actually, I guess we're at three, Eight. three. I think, now. Yeah, three if now. My, yeah. I might be doing my math wrong. Anyway, that doesn't matter right now. Um, so, and again, they're just like, well, based on what we heard from the showrunners, we're very excited now. And I'm like, I, okay, yeah. again, you can't even tell us the questions that were asked, <laughs> and if they were direct with their answer, like, give us something. Like, you gotta give us something, guys. Yeah. Um, sorry about that clip being a little extra loud. I might have to fix that. Um, no, you're fine. Which is something he should be considering editing he, and making the video to begin with he's doing it all on his phone yeah yeah, I, uh, yeah I'll, I'll try i'm gonna try to ha this is gonna yeah uh, i'll have to bring some of that volume down when uh when i put this out so no, anyway um so th the ne this next one is uh nerd of the rings back at home he's got a, a, a few more things that he's gonna say um mm -hmm. i may not play all of this one because i'm pretty sure he repeats himself quite a bit in this as well yeah um but there are a couple of things in here that I want to hit before we move on to um, our last two people. All right. Question that Amazon put the red carpet out for us here. Um, this was an event made to impress, and it was an impressive event. It's one of the most honest things that we'll hear from any of these people. Yep. That it, it was... And it's a good point. At least he acknowledges that. He acknowledges... He gets it out of the to a degree. Well, kind of gets it out of the way. It's at the end of the video, but immediately at this party, he's like, "There's no question that they brought out the red carpet for us, and that they were trying to like woo us, essentially." So, mm -hmm. 
props, there's, you know, at least some, some honesty in that and some openness about that. Um, that being said, I've already seen some comments and stuff from other folks who have posted because I overshoot when I film stuff. So I'm still editing this. That actually made me feel good in the heart because it's like, that's the way that you should be doing it. Always overshoot. Yep. Always get more than you think you'll need. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, as I record. Um, and I just wanted to dispel something here. I would not have gone on this trip if there was anything in the correspondence or um, any of the paperwork, anything that said we could not be honest about how we felt about the show or the footage we saw or the Q&A with the showrunners. So the idea that um, I would risk my credibility with my viewers for four days in London is absolutely ludicrous. I would much rather not go stay at home. I'm actually kind of a homebody anyway, um, and not mess with it at all than to jeopardize, you know, my honest opinions. Um, fair point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, again, like I said, the, this four day trip is going to put him in with rose colored glasses, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, it, it, it's just like, you can't get past the fact that from what we can tell, they were invited out. They had this great time. And I, I appreciate, I do appreciate the fact that he's like, I'm not trying to like jeopardize the channel. Mm -hmm. um, it's still just one of those things that. He didn't I, really talk about anything I, in the video. It didn't convince me. Yeah. It didn't yeah. really, it didn't convince me to have my fears alleviated just because yep. there were he has good his times. Fears alleviated. Yeah. They had a good time. They were treated really well. Uh, the showrunner seemed to know what they were talking about. And it's like, all right, man. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll keep going. Listeners that might pop up in the comments. That being said, has what I saw in London changed my view on the show? To that, I would say yes and no. I say no because, as I've said countless times on this channel, I'm going to wait until I actually see the show before I make a final judgment. Um, I would do that for any show or movie so i don't know why this one would be Pause any there. different everybody waits for the show to give a final judgment yeah everybody's gonna do that this yep. isn't oh man it comes off like i'm criticizing people yeah criticizing people who have made criticisms on what has been done so far and yes. because i'm not doing this and i'm going to wait and i'm not gonna you know say anything exactly yeah, it's like you, you're free to speak on how bad the promotional promotion of this has been. I, everything I, going on behind the scenes, everything that's been on the scenes, mm -hmm. literally. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I agree. It, it's you, you give us something, man. Yep. Because because what they put in front of us it. is bad. Yeah, it, we're all we're all waiting for the show to come out so we can give a final judgment. Yep. It, it, and I wonder sometimes because you mentioned the comment section before this. Mm-hmm. I wonder sometimes if that plays a big part in what they think the uh, attitude is. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell sometimes when he's like specifically talking about a creator who hasn't liked it and he's assuming is making a final judgment before it's out versus mm -hmm. in the comments where someone goes, I'm canceling my subscription. I'm not watching this. Um, this is horrible, right? 
Uh, and again, if if there was more detail, if there was more nuance in what he was talking about, we'd probably see that. Yeah, and and guess what? People can make a, a judgment on not watching a TV show because of the trailer. Agreed. He's done it. I know and, he's done it. And everybody, I know there's been a movie or TV show he hasn't watched because of the trailer. Yeah, I I didn't want to watch Reacher because I was kind of getting tired of all this Amazon stuff. It's like, oh, they're just going to do the same garbage with Reacher. Turns out I was wrong. Reacher was pretty good. Yep. There's been plenty of TV shows and movies where I've seen the trailer. I'm like, nope, I'm not watching that. Yep. And when it's come out, everyone has told me how bad it was. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't watch that yeah. and give it my time. Yeah, it happens both ways. Yep. All right. well, there was a movie recently. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Go ahead. And I say yes because my trajectory on this show kind of went from excitement when it was first announced to cautiously optimistic to maybe just kind of cautious um, at its lowest low. And, you know, I'm back to being cautiously optimistic and there's definitely some excitement creeping in there because what I saw and what I heard from the showrunners um, definitely gave me excitement that you know, this date is approaching, all will be known pretty soon. And honestly, it's hard not to be excited when you're talking to a showrunner who is as excited as these guys are for their show and for Tolkien. All that's just more emotionally based. Yep. N no substance there. No yeah. nuance. Yeah, that's it. I, I Yeah, we're, we're not getting any sort of, well, they're excited, so I'm excited. That's yeah. it. That's what we got, and I, it's like, man, I, <laughs> I, I guess the the question comes down is like, who I, people, I guess, trust him. Uh, yeah. When it comes to what he's saying right now. Mm hmm. But he's not really giving him anything, and yeah. I, and he's I, trying his best to be as balanced as possible between yeah. both ends. Yeah. And it's like, bro, just come out and say it. We yeah. all know this is gonna suck. Yeah, and and that that that's one of those that's one of you'll those, feel better. Trust me. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. It's just really weird that as I think we we no one's up, even had a criticism of the anything that happened. Yeah, and we brought up that what if they you know if this would have been Halo and Halo was this popular and stuff like that, and you know they have showed you know the, that you know, the 15 minutes of episode five where there's actual fighting scenes and a little bit of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, people would have been excited for that. Right. And they could have done that for this. We don't know what they saw and it could have been the best 20 minutes of the show. Cause they definitely prepared for it Absolutely. and to give them the best. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know that. And that's the thing is we don't, we don't know because they haven't told us anything or he, hey, but we he do hasn't know told us anything. The showrunners are excited. The showrunners seem enthusiastic about this thing that they're making. Yeah. Yes, and they got they got new uh, marching orders as far as what they needed to say during the Q and A. Yeah, and who wouldn't be excited for millions of dollars? Exactly. All right, here we go. He's almost done. So I'll close with something that I I think and I hope that the showrunners themselves would even agree with, and that is that you know all the the passion and all the knowledge in the world is worthless without execution. I I want to he this is a really good point. Um this is something that people who are very into lore need to remember about any fandom that mm -hmm. they're fond of that execution matters. Mm -hmm. And that 
that almost should be the core element of anyone who is trying to review, uh, do, you could say critical thinking, whatever the case may be, is that if your execution is poor, all of the other elements really don't matter. Yep. I don't, personally, I don't care how much lore you smash into a product, right, and how accurate it is, if the execution is garbage. I completely agree. Right? That's it. That simple and vice versa. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you're not respecting the source material, that's going to influence things. Mm -hmm. But even with your own original stuff, you're inputting. If it is terrible, can call it terrible. If it's good, can call it good because you have to be able to, you know, review based off of the execution of what the creators are trying to do. Exactly. All right. So let's let's get to our hype man, uh, new beta, do better. Also, congratulations uh, to new beta. He has. Uh, just around 200 subscribers. I think it was just a little bit below that when I found his video. Um, he got a four-day trip to London. Uh, again, I'm assuming that Amazon paid for all of this, that they flew, yeah. they flew these people out there, uh, set them up in a hotel, and that the event was paid for and probably everything else they had to do on their own, I, I assume. Um, please correct me if I am wrong because I'm not I'm not trying to like mislead anybody. It just That's kind of what happens a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it uh, makes sense that they were too. I wonder why Amazon yeah. didn't invite us. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one thumbnail, I guarantee it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so here's what I can say about the footage I saw. I was absolutely 100% blown away. I mean, I was beyond impressed. I had goosebumps. Amazon put their heart and soul into this. They really care about this project and it's going to show. So what I would say to all those who are looking forward to this series, you will be rewarded. You will be well rewarded. What I would say to those who are on the fence, who are looking forward to the series, but they have their doubts, put your fears to rest. You are in good hands. We as Tolkien fans are in good hands. What I would say to the people who just want to hate for hate's sake, who just, no matter what they do, they just against this. I'm sorry you're going to miss out on something spectacular. What has the potential to be the greatest television show ever made, easily. Above and beyond, I was absolutely blown away. I cannot wait to see more. It, it's just beyond words. He's excited. Yep. Uh, That's about it. A whole lot of yeah. nothing in there except for excitement. Man, I and again, he's claiming that this has the potential to be the best show ever made. Those are big uh, words. Oh man. So this is the thing this is a thing too. It's this uh escalation that goes on in fandom mm-hmm. fandom a lot of the time where every new thing is the best thing since the last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh we see we've been seeing that a lot with phase four of Marvel. Where oh, yeah. in in reality it was like bad bad Spider Man's pretty great and it did really well at the box office. Um, Doctor Strange seems to not be doing as well, but maybe not as bad as everything before Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is something that happens a lot in the fandoms, right? Where it's like, uh, oh Eternals, or, or uh, I guess Shang Chi came out before Eternals. It's like oh Shang Chi, oh unbelievable, oh Black Widow, oh it's best best Black Widow, best thing she's ever been in. And then, you know, you have Eternals. Oh, Eternals, they're so great. Oh, look at these action scenes. Oh, story, blah, you know. Um, and you're just like, no. Like, why? And and then you attempt 
to have a conversation or be like, well, hey, I thought this was pretty terrible. And then you get like screeching or people, you know, calling you a hater or whatever the case may be. Yeah, or it's like what you were talking about with uh, now, cyberpunk. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, cyberpunk is a similar situation to a lot of what we're seeing here. Um, and, and this is not to say that uh, uh, New Beta would be that person, that mm -hmm. he would react that way. I'm just saying that on the internet, that's that's tends to be the case. Um, the uh, Yeah, cyberpunk is a very similar situation, or at least it's giving me vibes of yeah. the same thing that happened with cyberpunk where all of these games journalists and all of these different people got uh, like YouTube personalities got invited to play. I think like the first two hours of cyberpunk, maybe a little more or whatever. And they, you know, they brought them in. They, I'm pretty sure they fed them. You know, it was like this whole experience and it was a very curated uh, setup yep. with a slice of the game. Everyone came back. They were giving, and there's, you can go look up. There's like a documentary about this of the developers talking about how amazing the game would be and everything they're on. Um, it, it's, fa it's fascinating. I wish I could remember what it was called, but that was like a couple years ago. Uh, anyway, so they, all of this stuff was happening and then the game finally came out and it was trash. Yep. And it's, we completely trash. cycled. Still has yeah. patches to this day. Exactly. They're still patching that game up. I haven't touched it in, a, like a year and a half maybe i never touched it um and uh what's so funny too about that situation and this is something else that fandoms need to be aware of when you have a situation where something like cd project red or the crap that's been going on with star wars or the stuff that's been going on with amazon and lord of the rings mm -hmm. and then you are super angry about that but then move on to the next product and pretend like none of that else happened because we're seeing that with this new witcher thing coming out where everyone's like oh my gosh new witcher game and i'm like Y'all already forgot about Cyberpunk. Y'all already forgot that they 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 uh, they screwed you last time, and yeah, now you're just CD ready for Project more. Red that did Cyberpunk, right? Yeah, Cyberpunk and Witcher. Yep. And so that they're like, oh, new Witcher game, trying to build up hype, and everyone's losing their mind. And it's like you forgot, you forgot how trash Cyberpunk was when it came out. Oh, they're doing a new engine. It's like I don't care. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Anyway, so. We're moving on, on to the broken sword. To the broken sword. Um, the first one I watched. Yeah. Hey, did you know he's a writer? Hey, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't hear that enough in the video. Yeah, here we go. He this looks like a screenwriter too. Saw does, yeah. exclusive footage, <laughs> uh, and we had the opportunity to meet the showrunners uh, behind this this uh, anticipated and I think uh, somewhat possibly nervously anticipated uh, series. So before we get into it, I am gonna make a point here of declaring my bias beforehand. Uh, Jake and James sent me along because of my background, uh, because I'm a screenwriter. Uh, this is adaptation, so they felt that I would be a, a good person to go along and relay some of the information. Uh, there is a limited amount I can say. I'm not gonna give you spoilers, for example. I'm not gonna give you anything like that because, you know, that wouldn't be right. That wouldn't be a, a cool thing to do. Um, so obviously I'm not going to do anything like that. Uh, so, I, But I will declare going into this um, that I had no particular problem with the trailer. I think that uh, up until this point, I know that many people have had their concerns, and I understand those concerns to be fair, um, about the fact that this doesn't feel like a Middle Earth series, uh, that it's uh, perhaps kind of... Um, Gone in a slightly different direction. Uh, perhaps that the people at Amazon 
it's Amazon. Uh, they're a big old conglomeration, uh, very new to the world of making TV and film and things like that. Okay. Do you want to say it? Go ahead. They're a lore channel, right? Yep. And he didn't have any issues? He's. I noticed that, and I was like, bro, you literally put out videos on the lore, and you didn't have any problem with the trailer after all these people who know the lore, all these other channels did, and had concerns, and you were okay with the trailer? Man, I just get the feeling, and this is a... it's gut feeling again. I know I'm not, I just, they, I've criticized them for saying this feels blah, blah, blah. But this is it's a, it's just a, kind of a gut feeling from or it, it's just what I'm reading from their reactions to going on this trip and, mm-hmm. go, and going to see this footage that they are terrified of saying anything critical. Yeah, they might even be allowed to. And, and, and they're, they don't want and they're just like, I, I'm not going to, um, mm, you know. Yeah, I, maybe there's uh, maybe there's still concerns, but I'm 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 pretty hyped about it now. I can't tell you why, but I am. Um, I'm a writer. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and man. not having a problem with the trailer that came out. Like, oh, come on, not great. not anything. Like, there, you're not and not one criticism. Yeah. Not, it, okay, with I mean, everything it, that was re- revealed in it. Now, again. You know, and that's uh, the thing is, is like it's not that we only have the trailer, trailer, right? Uh, yeah. We have, which is only a teaser trailer. So keep in mind, they haven't even actually released a legit trailer nope. to give us something, nope. right? Just a teaser trailer, just a minute long. That's really, really, really fast, and not even a minute long of just one scene. Yeah. Just a bunch of scenes, uh, meshed together really fast, uh, and so. And, and that's purposeful because I know that the show is going to be crap, that they have crap on their hands. And so that's why they haven't put anything out when it's May 10th and we're, uh, let's see, June, July, August, September, four months, less than four, four months away, geez. less than four months away. Not even, not even uh... June, July, August, September. Yeah. Less than four months, months away. And we don't even have one solid trailer yet. So that yeah, they're tells nervous. you they're that nervous. they have a, yeah. yeah, they're extremely nervous. And so... Uh, I think I want to say rumor has it there's been reshoots too since the teaser trailer launch. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I think and there's been infighting at Amazon as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know we you know get the show comes out and it's more like James Bond. You know how it was a bunch of woke advertising promotional material uh, for the media and stuff, and then the actual uh, show ends up not being as woke as you know the promotion promotional material led out to be uh or you know kind of like that they or they got all that criticism and now it's like okay we need to go 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 and fix this yeah yeah i agree so just my two cents skip i'm skipping ahead just a smidge i I would say that i i as a as a practitioner in the industry i i tend not to judge (laughs) um things before they are fully fledged. I wouldn't judge a TV series before it's uh, come out because you just don't know. I want, okay, I, we've mentioned this already a couple times. I really want to know what they mean when they say that. I just, I don't, I don't want to judge ahead of time. I don't, Everybody, know, they're I want already to, judging ahead of time. Saying the thing, I don't want to judge ahead of time, is a judgment. It, it makes it's me... It's a self-defeating argument. Just, yeah, just tell us what you think. 
it's okay. It's okay to land on one side of the fence or the other. Like if you're, he seems to legitimately be looking forward to this, mm-hmm. but then also being like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much. Right. Yeah. Because, and it's not really helping. Right. Because this is something that we've seen. Like uh, if you're super stoked about the series and you want to, you want to see it and you're fine with the changes that are mm-hmm. being made, even if you're a super lore fan and you're whatever the case may be. Right. Just, just say that. Be honest. You'll find your people. Exactly. And 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 this is something I tell a a lot of people uh, in our comment section. It's like maybe this just isn't the right channel for you. Yep. Like, don't watch our content anymore if it pops up on your. Because we're going to be honest. Yeah. If you don't like what we're saying or you don't agree with us and we annoy you or whatever, when when you see our content come up, say I don't want to see this channel anymore. It's an option. Don't make yourself. Miserable. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's just it's ridiculous. It's a it's a curated homepage. Mm-hmm. It it's just I don't know. It's so silly, man. I, yeah, it like, is. Ta- like if you and don't. That's literally mm. the point of what trailers are for is to uh, put butts in seats. To put it simple, is to yeah. attract an audience, and it also has the potential to do the opposite of that. It's yeah. specifically made for judging. Yeah. And and like so. we we were talking about earlier, after a while, when these production companies and people who are associated with some uh, a, a team like Bad Robot, mm-hmm. they're involved in projects, and you're starting to see elements of uh, the message or whatever the case may be being presented uh, pretty blatantly. Mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself, is that their goal here? Well, is exactly what you said with video games, right? People forget, like, the same thing with Star Wars and Disney, yeah. you know, with Marvel, and they forget the, you know, the latest product and, you know, the the, the previous movie that came out, and there's like, well, yeah, but this new movie's coming out, and they move on to that. We're uh-huh. completely forgetting everything in between. And so, again, it's like, you know, and, and that's a great point you brought up. You have all these people that worked on these previous projects that, you know, we already know Bad Robot has a history of doing bad adaptions of yeah. movies, right? Yeah. And TV shows. Yeah. I mean, and you look at like what they where Star Trek is at at this point and it's like, come on guys. I mean, these are people who were part of that and it doesn't mean look at Star cause, Wars because uh, who, you know, the new Batman movie came out and the director of that uh, was is a disciple of JJ. He was Abrams. affiliated with it and it yeah. did fine. You know, I, I, I think I, that movie doesn't seem to has have fared as well long term in the over the the months since it's been out. Yeah, um, people are starting to tear it apart a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, like it's it's a perfectly acceptable movie. I mean, I don't think it's I think bad. it got I, I think it got the Batman bump, then yeah. the comic book bump. Yeah, I don't think it was as good as people let on. Now that's not to say it's a agreed. But anyway, first half of the movie's good. The last half of the movie's not that good. Yeah. Um, that's the truth uh but yeah i mean and again how you know how many times have we seen promotional material for a movie so you get these trailers and the movie turns out to be the trailers are bad movie turns out to be good or you get good trailers and the movie turns out to be bad but generally speaking a bad trailer typically leans towards it being a bad tv show or movie a good trailer typically leans towards it being a good tv show or movie yeah uh so I mean, the last duel, bad promotional material. Very bad promotional. Good movie. Yeah. Maybe this is one of those cases. 
I doubt yeah. not because we yeah. don't have only just a, the teaser, minute-long teaser trailer. We have everything else we've talked about in the other episodes. Yeah. There's a lot of things that's happened behind the scenes. So, yeah. All right. We're almost there. Yeah. Trailer is not enough to go on. Um, and for the record, the this is just my opinion, uh, what I'm going to go through here, and I'm just going to give you my sure. feelings on. Okay, okay, okay. Of course it's your opinion. Anyone who is doing anything like this... It's an opinion. It's an opinion. I think and he's just nervous. I, you're right. This still needs to be said. Yeah. Nice uh, beard, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're, when you have an opinion about something, right, What the way that that works... Um, and I mentioned this to, to Max uh, one time, because he, he did a video about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you have... The, essentially the way that you form an opinion right is that you mm-hmm. you see something that information goes into your head and you try to work it out and from that and gathering sources or not depending on how much you're looking into it and you know what there is available to know you make a judgment call mm-hmm. and so you watch a trailer right for Lord of the Rings and you notice some interesting things about it and you know the way that, for instance, Hollywood is pushing certain agendas. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, well, I noticed that stuff. You make an opinion about that. And then you can make an opinion about the trailer, not only based on the trailer or the show or the upcoming show, based on the trailer, based on interviews, um, and based on stuff like the super fans thing. All of that will lead you to an opinion. And so mm-hmm. saying it's just my opinion, it's... It's a shield that people put up. Yep. Because they're like, if you criticize, they're like, well, it's just my opinion. It's like, yeah. It's so. But your opinion's bad. <laughs> and you're putting it on the internet for people to hear. Yep. And your opinion, can, like, this is the thing is like, you can have an objectively true opinion, right? Like, if you have the, the opinion that if you went into outer space, you'd be able to breathe oxygen, right? Versus someone who says, no. You can't. You you will die, right? And it, right. and it's like, well, it's just my opinion. It's like, well, objectively, your opinion is wrong. Like you're just straight up wrong, right? And it's not the best excuse. I'm trying to work that out a little bit more, but that's that's what happens. Is it's like we've we've entered this phase of criticism or of reaction or whatever the case may be on the internet, where everyone is talking about how they be, they're like, oh, it's just my opinion. Uh, what I saw and uh, and what I think is coming up. Um, what I can tell you is that what we saw today feels a lot more like Middle Earth. A huge amount more like Middle Earth. It does a really, really interesting job of finding a new interpretation of uh, the professor's work, um, whilst also paying homage to some of the visual... Uh, interpretations that have come before, specifically, obviously, the live-action uh, Peter Jackson stuff. This is, like, the closest thing I think we got to, hey, here's some stuff that was in the trailer of all the stuff that we've looked at. Yep. I don't really, I still don't really know what he means by that, but at least he's like, there's, pro- there's homages to it. I'd be curious to know yep. what he's talking about and if either of us would agree, but, hey... Thanks. It is so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you know what that sounds like to me is when Star Wars fans would be like, 
Yeah, but there's this Easter egg, or Marvel fans, there's this Easter egg of the Millennium Falcon was in it, and it had that guy from the, the 1970 movie in it. And Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> that's hey, what the, it kind of reminds me of. Yeah. Yep. You might be right. Legolas probably shows up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Legolas's bow or something like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's just hanging somewhere. His, like, da- you know those daggers that he has? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. It's gonna, um, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's going to be Baby Legolas. Baby Legolas. <laughs> He's like hopping around, kills an elephant at one point. Oh, excuse me, an, an oliphant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Like, it feels like it's part of the world. It feels like Middle Earth. Feels. And I think that really is the headline. It feels like Middle Earth. The trailer, I would say, has not done this project justice. Uh, the visuals that have come out some of the photos have not done this project justice Um, and I think I think that is something that we would agree on in terms of those of us that have been here is that it's just not what what we've been shown so far as a as a kind of so he is critical of the trailer yes that's a very good point (laughs) he was critical of the trailer I I didn't have any problem with the trailer well, it doesn't look like Lord of the Rings, but I didn't have a problem with the trailer. Yeah, but he already contradicted himself. Yeah. I still don't agree with him. Yeah, He's the one that's seen the 20-minute clip, not me. Fair. I still don't agree with him, though. Yeah. I think it's rose-colored glasses. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I think so, too. It's really, my opinion, though. It's, it's really like funny. He has his opinion. I'm not a screenwriter, though. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like they sent me because of my background in screenwriting, but I'm not going to tell you anything about the writing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I'll eat my words in a few minutes if if he does, but I, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure he doesn't. So. A group of fans. Um, it, it just it hasn't done it justice yet. What I can tell you, and I'm really quite excited to tell you, is that um, what I've seen today does. It feels like Middle Earth, and feels. it feels like feels. back. And there were a few tears in the auditorium. Um, All emotional. Crying. What we saw yeah. today. Um, the super fans <laughs> cried too, dude. <laughs> it, it, it's, the it, super fans it, cried too. It was great what we saw. I say that with um, a gentle optimism, optimism. <laughs> as gentle. I said a minute ago. Wait, what did he say? A gentle optimism. A gen- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so funny with all these other people with it. <laughs> there, yeah, the word, the the words that they're using to try to yeah. like get around being fully on board or whatever. Yep, <sighs> y'all. If you're I feel There's like a reason Amazon hasn't released a trailer yet. Why, There's a reason. Yeah, why are you working so hard to maintain your credibility? Or like, yep. why'd you put this out if you were that worried about maintaining your credibility? Yep. And, and having gonna, to, to weave around, in and out of all of these things. It's very weird. And Gary has connections in Hollywood. Uh, and Nerdrotic has said there's been infighting going on at Amazon with this. And obviously with everything else we know behind the scenes, everything that's come out. Uh, everything the vice president said, Jeff Bezos said, uh, so on and so forth, all the red flags are there. Yeah. And as all the people, and just going on Amazon alone, right? All the people who love the Will of Time, the same red flags were there, and people were saying the same oh, thing, just wait right. to watch it, just wait to watch it, just wait to watch it. And then all those people that are big Will of Time buffs crushed the show yeah talking those, about how bad it was those first three episodes were garbage i've i've only read the first book and i couldn't i didn't really remember much of it going into wheel of time i watched the first mm-hmm. three episodes and i remember telling you this because i was like how this show does and how it's received is going to be an indication of 
a lot of what we can expect from Lord of the Rings, and that show was yep. trash. Yep. And this will be look better. I'm sure Lord of the Rings will look better. We oh. it should look a lot better for the money it that should. they're spending on it. Um, here's the other thing: they but, don't have the rights to the source material they need to write the show. Yeah. That's the main thing. So it's all going to be original stuff. Yeah. It's going to be fan fiction all the way. And it's and like it's, it might be really well written fan fiction, and you might actually like some of the characters. But there's still this problem with it being like completely made up. Like you can't. Yeah, we don't want to see their version. We want to see Tolkien. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah, we don't. We don't need you to add on to his works that way. Yep. Exactly. If you need, because I, th- I don't know if he said it yet, because he talks about filling in the gaps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, to some degree, I understand that, but there's got to be a, a respectful way to do that. Yep. If you're planning re- on do that. Be- Peter Jackson, yeah, that's a, did a respectful way. Even when he characters he didn't include and yeah. which, and everything, he repurposed lines which were still Tolkienian in nature. It was uh, Tolkien's literal words. Someone's probably going to get mad at me for this, but I'm okay with them not having the whole Tom Bombadil thing in. Yeah, I am in Fellowship. You can't make a five hour movie. You, no, especially you can't have a two and a half hour movie where, uh, or like a five hour movie where the first two and a half hours is. Uh, them trying to get out of the Shire, yes, which is the first half of that book. There's it's a it's there's a different pacing, pacing in a movie, exactly. Yep, but exactly. but Peter Jackson and the entire team, right, stuck to the themes, the ideas, and the spirit of Tolkien. Yeah, they just sped it up and moved yep. some things around that you know they kind of thought at least visually would make more sense or to give uh char- like give character moments to characters mm-hmm. like the whole fireworks thing with uh. Yeah, you know who I'm uh, talking with about. With Mary and Pippin. Mary and Pippin. No, sorry, brain fart. Uh, anyway, let's keep going. We're almost yep. done. We're almost there. Uh, You're not muted, are I you? I will not no, judge <laughs> a TV show on clips, on footage, on anything like that. Uh, Why? But you just did, said the opposite. <laughs> he keep, he, that that's the third time he's Come contradicted on, himself in this. Yeah, you you didn't have a problem with the trailer. Actually, you did have a problem, at least with the visuals, from what you were saying. You were being, you were actually being critical of what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're saying like you're not going to judge it based on clips and promotional material. Like, yep. come on, man, you got to make up your mind. You, there's ah ah. This is okay. Again, this is why sometimes writing things out instead of going off the top of your head can yeah. be a lot better. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even though that's not really something that we do very often, it's. You know, different setup for us, but yeah. Well, our content is different from theirs. Their content yeah. is scripted. Ours isn't scripted. Yeah, uh, because I don't think it's right. We don't know. We just don't know. Um, but what I can say is that ju- from what there is, I feel better about it than I did before. Um, now, I, there are some specific concerns knocking around on the internet, and I'll address I'll address some of them directly. Uh, not all of them, um, but I'll address some of them directly and. One of them, one of the big ones, is that the idea that perhaps Amazon don't know what they're doing with this. Uh, they don't know uh, kind of what will. They don't know the source material well enough. From the conversations I have with showrunners today, I can tell you that they do. They do now. Yes. After all this backlash, they do, and they've had two years to prepare for this. And with what we've seen and that's come out, it didn't indicate that they had any type of love for the source material. And we've seen this garbage before, you know, the behind the scenes and this stuff come out and everything. And then it bleached through. And then you get the whole rundown of, you know, 
inviting you know people uh-huh. to come see how much we oh yeah we're really enthusiastic we really know what we're doing yeah after all this backlash you do yeah we'll get these super fans in here and now they're like okay well let's go look at these lore channels and they probably had people watch the lore channel channel channels excuse me or mm-hmm. they had uh, other people do it and then they were given the information or they you know it's you've got talking points it's like guys come on like it's a this is a business it's an industry mm-hmm. they're they were going to be prepared for this thing before you showed up Yep. Oh, they know what they're talking they give about. They the best well, material. Yeah, they know what they're talking about now. Go back and read through any of the interviews that are out there that they've done since the trailer came out or even before. Mm-hmm. You'll see that there's a change. I guarantee there's a change. All right, anyway. Yep. Um, they really do. They know their stuff in a, a really, really quite intense way. Um, it's It's great to hear, and it's very, very interesting to hear them uh, quoting specifics, quoting, uh, and uh, you know, very very niche passages and things like that. They they know what they're talking about. They they know what they're doing. Um, they are you know they they are and they are fans of it. They are fans of this project and they ha- have are treating this with the amount of respect that it deserves and that we would expect as fans of of Tolkien. Pause it. Um, okay. You mean like uh, all those articles they did calling. And the fans different isms yeah where where were the uh the showrunners when that was going on hey no it's okay for them to to criticize yeah that's ridiculous man all right just saying yeah no yeah and of the lord of the rings we we they are doing that uh they also uh the, the idea that they're introducing new characters that perhaps weren't created by Tolkien has been floated and uh, as a bit of a problem. Um, I would say as a screenwriter... Yes, it is. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it is a problem. But as a screenwriter, right? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. This is a, this is a, well, this is a fallacy. It's like just because you're an expert in something does not necessarily mean your your word is final on something like this. Yep. And then on top of that, the second age has 136 characters. I find it hard pressing for them to need this many original characters. Yeah. If you need like background characters to like fill in little bits of dialogue Mm -hmm. here or there or whatever to add color, that's one thing. But yeah, it's like straight up making up main characters. What I'm assuming Mm -hmm. are going to be main characters. And again, we don't, we don't know because they're not telling us. He's not telling us. And again, if they know the source material so well, how the hell does a black female dwarf make any sense? Yeah, we talk, talked about that. They live underground. No sunlight. There's no sunlight. <laughs> That's just... uh, I digress. Yeah. All right, here we go. And even more egregious than that is Warrior Gladriel. Just uh, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, this is not reference to any. No, they respect the source material uh, that we've had more just a, a, an opinion formed through the process. Um, that we, if you, when you are going in and you're adapting something like the Second Age of Middle Earth, when there is stuff, there's plenty there, but there are great big blank spaces. Tolkien effectively has oh. written a wonderful, wonderful treatment. Uh, he's that's, an that's outline or kind of vague story uh, for what's happened with all of the key moments filled in. We know the key stuff that occurred during the Second Age, but we don't know the minutiae. It's all very well and good to say um, nine rings were gifted to the race of men, but we don't know why. 
We don't know how. We don't know the minutiae of that. We know some of Pause it. it. We know. No, did we you catch do it? know why. No, no, but did you catch it? Did you catch no, his no, contradiction? No, so he says, uh, we know that the nine rings were made and given, right? Right. But we don't know why. We don't know how. We know some of why and some of how. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Either. Now, like, we know about four or five of them, right? We know why all of them were giving the nine rings of, nine rings of power. Yeah. But we don't know either four or five of them who they were. Then that that uh, the other four or five I can't remember exactly um, we do know about yeah. and again it's not like everything is, about them is necessarily fleshed out and stuff like that but there's ways to flesh those things out that respect Tolkien yeah or if it wasn't mentioned maybe you don't need to talk about it and you can focus on the stuff that was mentioned maybe highlight what the author made it again it'd be like yeah. changing harry potter or it'd be like it'd be like freaking uh adding a new character to harry potter that's part of the main core yeah to flesh something else out yeah it, just, it doesn't make any sense there's already already enough yeah, characters you re, within it you remake harry potter and you add in like uh billy buckworth and yeah. it's it's like he he's just this dude who keeps showing up or like they they just add him as like the fourth member of uh ron hermione and harry and everyone's yep. like why why is he here or better yet you could even say this about the magical beasts uh and where to find or what mm -hmm. is it fantastic beasts and where to find them yep. that was their attempt to flesh out the world and no those are those movies are not well received no they're not it's based so. off source material. I mean, and what's interesting with Harry Potter is it doesn't seem like the people who are super into the lore of Harry Potter are very Light passionate. The yeah, they're definitely not as passionate. At, well, I don't know about that, but they, they don't seem to be as talkative or passionate as like Lord of the Rings fans. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. But then again, like uh, the the writer is still alive and she's kind of just making stuff up as she goes. Goes along. She's like retconning yeah. her own work. <laughs> really? All right. We're literally on the last like minute of this. Okay. Let's play it. Of some of how and why, but we don't know the minutiae and the really, really small details of that. In order to fill okay. that in, you have to create characters. No, you don't. You're just going to have to. And what I can tell you is that, again, from these conversations I've had today and the footage I've seen, um, these are done in it's done in a very very sensitive and very very delicate way uh, by people no, who are yeah well even if it is right it could just be as much as he, here are these characters they exist that's it yep and just because you work hard on something and, and all this stuff doesn't mean it's going to be good and and all of the even the characters that we don't know anything about the rings that were given to them doesn't that's not the same as making up completely new characters. You're talking exactly. about you're there's a difference between fleshing out a character that already exists and trying to make it as lore accurate as possible versus completely making up a character that has nothing to do with that. Like this is not yep. I I don't I don't I don't like this argument at all. I agree. Um, all right. The very top of their craft. Um it, no, they're not. It were, it, Dude, yeah, they're, they I, have I, one, I in, one in, credit. On that Come sense, on, because I have my concerns about that myself. On Current that concerns, sense, I am concerns. entirely. Uh, my concerns are entirely assuaged. There, there oh, is okay. there is nothing to worry about in that sense. I, no, no um, and again, because you know, to come back around the to this, the, yeah. the theme of this kind of talking head that I'm going to you now, and I should say, I've just come from it. 
I've just come from it. This Again, is this is moments ago um, that I was and in, I'm a in the room writer. and we were watching this stuff and I've come. Yeah, this is this is the thing is like he's like we just came from this and so I'm putting this together right now. Listen, take a little extra time. Yep. If there's one thing, and and I'm still trying to learn this myself, but if there's one thing I've learned from Mauler in particular, and YMS since that Lion King mm-hmm. video came out, is that sometimes it's better to just hold off, write out your thoughts, think about what you're going to say, right? Give yourself 24 hours to to mull over the whole thing. Go, I mean, with um, Nerd of the Rings, fly back to the States. Mm-hmm. Write some stuff down. Think about the experience. Think about what you saw versus everything you've seen before. Again, this is what I'm talking about when I say this is how you're creating your opinion about something, right? So instead of immediately coming back so that you can get a video out and and tell everyone how you got to see this 20 minutes of footage basically tell them nothing and contradict yourself in the case of the broken sword um maybe take a little bit of time mm-hmm. take take a breath and consider that's it i you know you might actually develop something more look back over your nda and figure out what you can and cannot tell us Write the points down that you can tell us and tell us those things. Exactly. Because <clears throat> you're you're throwing around your your credit as like a screenwriter or whatever, but you, you have barely said anything that about means writing. Anything yeah. For us. And then when you do, to your point, when he does talk about this, he doesn't say anything about the writing. Except yeah. that you can make up characters. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, man. There's so much more to that. All right, we're literally last like 30 seconds. Okay. Straight up to my hotel room um, to give you this information because I wanted to I wanted to give it to you authentically and I wanted to give it to you organically. And I can tell you that I'm excited and I'm excited to return to Middle Earth. I'm excited to return to a place that I spent so much time in as a child and and to me a place that, um, that, that resonates so strongly with so many people. I feel excited by this. I feel engaged by feel, this. Feel, feel, feelings. Yes, there will be differences. Yes, it will not be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings because... Okay. We knew there were going to be differences. Yep. That's not... no. I There are not that many purists out there. All right? <clears throat> also, we knew it wasn't going to be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. But the thing is, is like when it's not broken, don't fix it. You should learn from what came before. Peter Jackson's movies were significantly successful. Right? Yep. Exactly. What are you doing? Come on, man. But we already have Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, so why do we need it again? We don't need it again. No one's saying we need it again. That's not the (laughs) argument. Nope. And it just shows how aloof he is to the criticisms people are making. I don't know where they're getting this. He may not actually be, but it goes back to your point to maybe thinking things through before posting a reaction video so close to to it. yeah i i don't know um it is different it's a different interpretation but it's done with an eye on the past and it's done sensitively this also takes place 3000 years prior to oh, i i still want to know what he means by it's like done sensitively yeah right like to the fans to the material like does that mean that he believes that they're trying to be as accurate as possible i I don't know being as accurate as possible while also having to make stuff up yeah 
uh, what we've exactly. seen on screen before. So there will be organic differences, and it would be wrong. We, you'd be doing a disservice to the story you're trying to tell if you didn't include those things. Okay, that's the end of it. We did it, Joseph. We made it to the end. No one will know about all of the random things that happened along the way. (laughs) Well, most of them, at least. Um, Do you have any other thoughts? No, I I think there, obviously, as I stated, I think the likelihood, I think there's a high likelihood this show is going to be bad. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I don't want to be right. We all want to see a good TV show. Yeah. But it seems likely this is going to be bad. And I think that they just got a a great four-day trip. Amazon pulled out all the stops, made it amazing, and that's why they're coming away with this. So, again, not saying they've been bought off, but that influence, that bias comes in. You know what I mean? Even when you're trying to be unbiased because now you have relationships building behind the scenes that make it more difficult. Yeah. Um, The only other thing that I would add to uh, the Broken Sword, this last part, is that, you again, this whole thing was about emotions and feelings. He said, I can't, he's like, I can't wait to be back in middle earth. I can't wait to, um, feel like uh, my child, you know, it's this nostalgia thing going on. Like I, all these things that I, I have feelings for. Um, I, I want that again. And yep. in, instead of focusing on what was shown. Yeah, exactly. Why? Okay. Why did you feel that way? Like what, what made that? Like, ah, it's just, it's the same man it's the same stuff that seems to happen all the time with um marvel nowadays with all of the ridiculous like uh, you know what i I, again i haven't seen the new doctor strange yet but the feeling of like oh this character oh i know that character it gives you like goose you know we talked about goosebumps right yep or maybe that was the guy the other guy i think that was uh the other guy um but they were you know all these all that that's all they talked about it's like feelings emotions it wasn't like okay well what what is it about the what you saw that made you believe that it's more authentic to to lord of the rings than we've been led to believe before what you know all of the all that stuff so anyway uh thank you guys uh for listening to episode 88 of the underground um we'll be back next week in some form or another uh and hopefully we'll be past all of the craziness going on in our lives um and uh until then y'all take it easy take it easy